Hey, Hada, what's happening in Melee? This week, we've had not super big tournaments happening in North America. Instead, we're having a super big tournament happening all the way down under, down in Australia. Phantom was an event that happened this past weekend. Big results. And still continual struggles for Zane, someone who I thought surely, surely Zane is, is like around the corner. And in this particular bracket, what was interesting, Hada, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this as well, is that the typical challenger of Sheik, the character of Sheik, whether it's Plup, Leffen, or Jmook, right, was not present and accounted for in terms of a big way. And so that says to you, okay, well, if Zane has a spacey bracket or fast faller bracket, even if Falcon is still challenged. I mean, S2J was at, was at Phantom, but even if, even all that aside, this is, this is an Zane, this is a Zane event is what I'm getting at. And yet that is right. not what happened. So just tell me your thoughts about what happened at Phantom this past weekend. Right. I mean, I thought the top eight was great. It was a, a lot. There was, with the exception of your, crazy mid-tier and or the Sheiks, there was actually a lot of pretty cool diversity, especially given the player base and everyone who showed up. Polish coming back out. Uh, PGH as a, as a region. Pittsburgh coming out really strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Envy and Polish both won teams. Um, the Beetle King and then, I be- I don't remember if it was the Beetle King and Crike. Uh, Crike actually also making top eight. Yes, um, shout out to Crike. Super nice person. Crike. I met Crike at Pound. Very, very nice. Crike's goaded. Um, love Crike. Uh, one of the only white Marths where I'm like, all right, you can wear my white Marth. That's cool. <laughs> but I love playing as white Marth as well. So Craig's my hero yeah. for representing. Yeah, so we had uh, we had a lot of Marths, actually. We had Craig. We had uh, Kadorin as well yep. as Zane. Mm-hmm. And uh, Polish showed a lot of really interesting tech on edgeguarding Marth specifically. Had an amazing set with, um, with Lucky. Honestly, my pick of the top eight sets that weren't you know top four i think polish lucky was an amazing set to watch um and i think that uh null actually showed a lot of great stuff against Crike as well so even your seventh place matches were all really really solid games to watch so um top eight for fandom just really good viewership experience and like you're saying i think that if there was going to be a bracket for zane to have the best chance you know claiming some supremacy back not saying that zane isn't your number one player right now but i think with this Phantom win specifically, it's it's now, I was saying it last podcast, it's now the IBDW Zane tier, the IBDW JMOOC tier, or whatever we're at right now. But I think Cody is making a very strong case for being potentially the best player in the world at this exact moment. It uh, helps when you can beat Zane, when you can prove I can double eliminate Zane, which is what happened at this tournament. You are absolutely right. And everyone's saying it's like, if he comes across a you know an A minus B plus playing Zane, you know Zane a phenomenally consistent player just like Cody is as well. So their B plus game can win tournaments. That's the thing. But it's those times when they're able to pull out their A level A plus level game in order to beat each other, in order to beat Mango, in order to beat Hungrybox, in order to beat Jamu Cleffin. That's when it really matters. Because can they edge out the other top echelon of players? Um, in order to make that difference. And Cody is just showing that, like, specifically his remarkable consistency, his flow charts, fundamentals are just on a level of, you know, it's it's one of those things where you have all these players at home like, man, I bet my Fox could do that if I practice enough, you know? it's Everything looks pretty matter-of-fact. It's like, yeah, of course Cody would do that. 
that just makes sense. Of course, he would go for this combo extension in this place. That just that's practical. But the thing is, he does it to the level of consistency that no other players in the world, except for maybe like Prime Leffen in the year or two, where he was almost undisputed rank one, and then had some visa issues where we saw Fox competing with that level of proficiency um, across the board and that level of consistent dominance where he's not killing himself. He's not hanging himself out to dry, jumping in the corner with unsafe shield pressure and getting back throw down tilted by Marth. It really all boils down to just the amount of work that Cody has put in to get to this level and to stay at this level as long as he has. And I'm excited to see continual matchups because it seems like Zayn and IBDW will be meeting each other a lot more in the tournaments that they both attend because they can both make it far in winners and then meeting in winners semis and winners finals. Always look forward to seeing really high-level melee between some of the best players in the world. A little bit of return to form for Mango, who we will note finished third, and that means that that is Mango's highest placing event that he has attended this year at third place, which is unfortunate for him. But I I finally see a top three that makes sense because most of this year, when you say here's the projected top three for an event for Genesis 8 or for Pound or for other events, a surprising person enters the fray, someone who you weren't expecting. We had a year's worth of time where Hungrybox was not pushing for top three at online events. Or even when IRL stuff came back, we were really surprised for Summit 11 and for Riptide, but then it started to become less of, the, of a thing. Genesis 8 was also something that was would be a, considered a disappointment. Hungrybox is not at this particular event of Phantom. That's not what I'm getting at, but... I I think that most of us thought after seeing Mango play fairly well in the online era that there'd be pushing for number one or pushing for top three, but that's not what it is right now. So we have rankings coming out here uh, in August-ish sometime, so we'll look forward to seeing that. And Hada and I went over this last week for our top five rankings, so you can go back and see that if you really want to. The last thing that I will point out about Phantom, I was really hoping to see a run from Elliot, who had a nice showing at Battle BC4, is a Vancouver native. But mm -hmm. at this event, Elliot literally finished the same placing as the Yard's very own Aiden Calvin at 13th, which is just so unfortunate when you compare how much time both spend playing the game. Aiden is someone who does play the game for the record. It's not like Aiden is only podcasting and doesn't play Melee. Aiden does lots and lots of Melee, but I'm sure it's not to the same level as Elliot. So mm -hmm. shout outs to Aiden, and I feel bad for Elliot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Elliot's a phenomenal player. I think Elliot's super slept on, but a 13th place from from Aiden, that's actually kind of crazy. So big ups to Eamon for, for taking a run. And I think uh, if you're looking for a good tournament to go back and check out some VODs, I think Phantom is just a really good one to do it. A lot of, um, I think on top eight commentary, I don't remember who the Australian commentator is, but um, he was remarking that all of the top, australian players all got matched up with a top level american coming out of top 64 and immediately all of them lost and got sent to losers all the americans and north american players who showed up and got matched up against x top you know oceanic player 
and they just beat their oceanic opponent and then moved on to fight each other. Skip. So, that was the person who commentated with Skip. Ludwig and Slime. Yep. It was Skip. Shout out to Skip. Actually, I really loved his commentary. So super, super slept on. Definitely would love to see some more stuff from Skip in the future. Um, but yeah, we had a really good tournament. It was uh, broadcasted by Ludwig, which was super dope. I think there was some content broadcasted on Mango Stream as well. So if you're looking for the full VODs, I think you can go onto Ludwig's YouTube channel. And they're for sure on YouTube by now, like as individual VODs as well. Yes, there's a Ludwig VOD YouTube channel out there somewhere. If you want to be subscribed to it, have fun clogging your subscription timeline. Hada, are you a home button user or are you a subscription feed user for YouTube? Ooh, I'm a big subscription guy. I'm yeah, me like, too. But I go back and forth. Like I'll go through my sub feed and then I'll immediately go to home to get some recs. I just can't. I, I, just, I just can't be subscribed to the channels that dump a bunch of odds on YouTube. I'm sorry, all chatty sports. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Although to be fair, all chatty sports recently, their YouTube channel has not been uploading tons and tons of odds. It's been the get cracked, get jacked for yes. the YouTube channel. So you should join the all chatty sports discord for a bunch of different reasons, but being on a fitness mm -hmm. journey, if that's something that you want to do and have some accountability, have some people sharing the, sharing the journey with you, that's a great discord server to be a part of. Of course, I don't have to tell you that Hada, you're already part of with sure. all chat, but Hey, I can chill too for all chatty sports. I got it. I got it. I, I appreciate that, Jesse. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, if you guys are interested in, in fitness journey, um, I think all of the active members of All Chat are in some part of their fitness journey right now. Uh, Joe MDJ currently recovering from a back-related injury from lifting heavy, so he uh, I think he slipped a disc, so he's currently on recovery. Um, Slumlord doing a lot of great stuff. He's looking, he's toning out. Um, Exor, one of our editors and one of our uh, social media guys, um, he was a professional. Yes, I said professional mm. ultimate frisbee player out of college. Mm. Played in the AUDL, phenomenal, phenomenal player. I actually went back um, as an ultimate frisbee player myself to check um, this guy. Check out some of the vibes. Yeah, he was crazy. Let's go. Yeah, Boney's good. Boney was is a phenomenal ultimate frisbee player. And um, K Jet Shadow X. Uh, I believe D2 or no XD1 volleyball player and myself, I play volleyball five times a week. My adult league is currently we're undefeated. Haven't lost a game yet. We absolutely smashing kids. Ooh. And um, yeah, it, it's, it's a good time to be an all chat fan. And um, it's um, what I will say for one thing is I know a lot of people will get discouraged during a part of their fitness journey, whether that be, um, you know, consistent diet or consistent workouts. It, Take it slow. Take it from me as someone who was an elite athlete at one point. I was a D1 recruit for swimming out of high school and then, you know, decided that I wanted to slow my lifestyle down. I was more sedentary, didn't eat as well. And then I moved back to Colorado and said, all right, the buck stops here. Um, I started going on hikes, started going for walks, started hanging out with people who played sports. And then what's cool yeah, that is that helps. the Melee community in Colorado also plays a lot of sports like uh, Jim Jam, Flim Flam, Tips, uh, Destiny Bond, uh, Fizz Wiggle, Fishbait, Conman, um, DSJ, DD. They all play spike ball, volleyball, ultimate frisbee. They go for hikes. They go rock climbing together. Like, what's cool is in order to make your lifestyle a healthier lifestyle, as you do it slow, you implement things one at a time, and you do it so it becomes a slow progression. In the course of this last year, um, without crash dieting, without killing myself in the gym, 
Um, I have dropped eight to ten waist sizes from my heaviest position in my life, which was right before I moved here. So in about a year and maybe three months, I have gone, I have, you know, thrown out like four pairs of pants and bought more progressively. I would get a pair of pants, throw it out, get a pair of pants, throw it out, get a pair of pants, throw it out. So it's one of those things where having that community and having those people who want you to succeed and your lifestyle uh, encourages you to succeed and encourages you to be healthy and to have that great balance it makes your journey like you don't even have to think about it it's like i enjoy playing volleyball i enjoy playing ultimate frisbee i also enjoy playing video games and watching netflix and drinking beer and eating pizza but does that mean i don't have to do one and only have to do the other absolutely not if uh, you can bring in healthy aspects of your life that you enjoy you know there's nothing wrong with that you know I will also credit that I have a beautiful girlfriend who is vegetarian and very fit. Um, <laughs> so that's definitely an excellent motivator. And it's also an excellent reason to get in the kitchen more and uh, cook my own food and cook delicious, healthy vegetarian food. But, you know, I digress. You know, I was definitely thrusted in that situation um, to, I guess, directly encourage myself to eat healthier. But I also really enjoy cooking. So if you guys need any advice, you have any questions, if you need any motivation, there are some excellent people, excellent resources for accountability, as well as any questions you might be having in our discords, go to the all chat discord, check out the get cracked, um, check out our fitness journey uh, page and feel free to ask away. We're more than happy to help you out. Play cracked, get jacked. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Now we have a fun topic here to finish out the podcast. This is something that we could spend so much time on, but we have to make it about about 12 minutes. We need to give ourselves time to, <laughs> to plug as well. But now mm. we're going to talk about Museum of Melee Concepts. So this is from Reddit, which occasionally does produce good things. So shout outs to Inaz333 for posting this on the RSSBM subreddit. If there was a Museum of Melee celebrating the history of the game, what would be inside it? So there's lots of responses here on the thread, which if you were to look it up, I'm sure you can find it and go down the rabbit hole of different different ideas, concepts. And there's a couple of different ways that you could go about making a Museum of Melee. But so Hada, I'm interested in hearing from you. What kind of format are you looking at are you looking at something that's more oh wait i can't think of any museums in the midwest i can only go off of what i know there's like the the uh the met which is in new york city not only right. has art pieces but also displays literal artifacts of history suit of armors from the middle ages and everything else like that so you don't just have paintings which is like but you also have like freaking swords and stuff so Right. To equate it to melee, you know, controllers, controllers that have won big tournaments, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So, I'll, I, but I want to hear from you. What kind of format? What kind of museum do you want it to be? Kind of focused on if when it comes to melee. I mean, I I kind of go back to the idea of having those artifacts and like things that made a substantial change in history and made incredible moments. And just to kick us off with something light, um. S2J's chair when he popped off against Ice at um, Giant. <laughs> I think that should be in there. I think that crappy folding chair should be in a glass case and it should be protected. Um, <laughs> in a more serious note, I think the cape that Isaiah tried so hard to beat Ken at, I think it was like 
at most most three in Texas, if I yes. remember correctly, the doc. Um, I think that should be in there. I think that'd be a really cool piece of history. I think I saw this on the Reddit thread, but Mango's USA beanie that he wore at um, MLG Anaheim and the Evo that he won. Um, I think M2K's really gross, really big, obnoxious parka that he used to travel to all the tournaments in and wear all the time. Um, Armada's UGS ball cap. Uh, Hungry boxes. Um, yeah, I think like the controller idea is also a really cool thing. Like having a timeline of you know controllers in a big old case where it's like you have you know Ken winning MLG championships, you have PC Chris winning MLG championships, you have um, you know you know Mango Leffen Armada Hungry Box M2K and all these big corresponding events. You know Genesis Big House evos evos um shine and then progressing up until now where probably the the biggest controller that we've seen in recent memory would probably be i guess in the probably cody winning summit or axe winning summit you know really big marquee moments to see how that timeline progressed and what that meant for the greater scene so i would love to hear from you jesse do you have any uh good ideas of what you want to enshrine in in the melee museum so I like the idea of the museum having exhibits within itself by tournament series because Genesis, Big House, and I guess even now you have, you're starting to see newer events like Battle of BC start to have their own additions to Melee history. But all that to say, Genesis exhibit where you go from genesis 1 all the way through genesis 8 can display all kinds of moments and it keeps you within a theme especially the first four where obviously grand finals was mango versus armada in every single one but every genesis event has had some kind of important historical game changing or, or community changing event occur so i don't have to go through all of them and tell you i think most of you know but with Genesis 1 in particular, it proved after a year and a half-ish of Brawl being out and everyone saying, okay, let's play the new game. Okay, let's not. Well, what are we going to do now? And people left. People said, you know, I just, I'll just play Call of Duty or something, I guess, and so on, that there was still a fraction of a community left saying, we're just going to push forward with Melee. And when 2009 came around and when the summer of that year came around, Genesis 1 was the biggest event to that date and that was when people who were at that event saw mango versus armada in grand finals and scar somehow getting to winner semis <laughs> to play against mango then getting dumpstered on it's all it, it all it all meant so much and it set up a lot of storylines that we see even today even if armada is retired but mango still kicking and still trying to show the why he's the crowned goat of the game. So I like the idea of that. And that just entails all kinds of different things. I'd love the idea of there being screens with video photos, the, 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 the artifacts, if you will. And I think, I think that for Genesis in particular, since it's been on my mind, I talked to Nathan sandwich the other night, you'll see that interview come back, come out in the near future ish. I, I think about that just because of each event having a significant piece. And I think about walking into a museum and I can see Genesis exhibit this way or tickets sales here, whatever, whatever. And you could, you can check out 
like fake ripoff uh, gift shop where they sell sort of like Genesis themed shirts, or or you could even buy a like um, one of the lanyards if you really wanted to. But it says it says gift shop on it, so it's not truly the real thing. And you just go, oh, I wish I went to one of these. I'll just buy one of the fake lanyards to feel like I'm the a part of history. Does, yeah. <laughs> but then a uh, serious one that i think of is fizzy's first hardware piece that he ever made in regards to altering the 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 wii to be able to capture i think one of the first essential functions of of the slippy project was being able to capture vods on the device itself and then you could take those all those melee games that would have not been recorded but they were but they were and you could upload them you could do all that stuff even now Deer, shout outs to Deer, making sure that a lot of Nintendo Wii's at Gommel were capturing sets and you could just watch all of these all these top sixty four matches that were played and recorded, all that kind of stuff. That's such an important part. And it leads to the launch of what we all eventually knew was going to be unranked for for rollback netcode when the pandemic came around. That that's a really cool idea to me that the one of the first things what that Busy made whatever it was. He posted a picture, uh, I think earlier this week, of one of the first hardware pieces that he ever made to try to fiddle around and modify Melee. And I think that's an important part of history because this museum, for the record, will not be sponsored by Nintendo. Nintendo will have nothing to do with this. This is all us <laughs> making this museum in my brain. Yeah, this is a community funded museum. This is a non pro. This is a non for profit museum. Uh-huh. Because all these artifacts were donated and educational. Awesome and educational, absolutely. <laughs> and there should be. Oh, and this museum should also have setups. Of course, of course, mm. there it's should be. There should be. There should be. Oh, you could have a summit themed event at this museum. You can't have a major because it'll be too small. But you could have a summit themed event where it could be. I don't know what you would name it, but in other words, you're having a tournament at the museum. Oh my god! I just got a big brain idea. Please tell me. Please tell me. Oh, so night at the museum, Smash Summit 14, night at the museum. Yes. Yes. Actually, epic. Yes. That's that's such a good idea, and I can almost guarantee you, a lot of these like people can track down some of these crazy artifacts, like. You could have like um, who's the most Ben Stiller of the melee community? Like, <laughs> you look at this person like, yo, that's Ben Stiller. Um, <laughs> it could be like, I could see like Zane doing it, just like walking around in the dark with his flashlight, and then suddenly the SUJ chair just flips upside down and starts running at him. <laughs> actually insane. And like the you know, do you remember the old melee story where like? chilling dude was at a local and some dude lost his mind and he tried to kill someone by choking them with his choke cord like oh, they got he, was, he called the the cord of the gamecube controller like this he called it the choke cord and he was, and he was like uh, dude i'm gonna choke you with my choke cord what? so i'm imagining like this psychopathic controller just flying out the air just like going like i'm gonna choke you with my choke cord <laughs> what oh, the heck dude that's 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 old school melee lore dude oh my god um i would love to see like pgh carol's like first shitty laptop where he like made his first combo video mm. that'd, be, that'd be sick but yeah hey bts team 
I don't know who's even on that anymore. It's not Slime. It's not Amen. It's not Mikey uh, the Cheat. I guess Mikey. Yeah, yo, Mikey, get on it. Night at the museum. Smash some at 14, 15, 16. I don't know. Just make it happen, bro. It's this is literally free content. <laughs> just just bring me out to the event. That's all I ask. <laughs> I, want, I, don't want, I don't want profits. Just bring just VIP me. Just write me in, fancy me in VIP. That's it. Already forgot That's about me, Hada. You've changed. You've changed. <laughs> Yo, bottom of the Smash Mountain at Summit 14. I think we're at 14 now, right? Or whatever, 14, 15, whatever we're at. Mm-hmm. Just, just Jesse and Hada doing the podcast in the corner while um, Hbox is popping off in the in the upstairs room. No one's sitting on the commentary couch. Oh, I guess we could hop on for a little bit. No, you deserve to go to Summit for sure, for sure. You've been putting in the work far longer than me, just to be clear. I was teasing. Okay, the last thing that I will say for the Museum of Melee that I would that I would want there to be would definitely be sort of the if there would be a demo copy of the game, which I don't know if I've ever heard of anyone having a developmental copy of the Ooh. game. Something that like one point oh point uh, like 0.8 or something like that okay okay like, go on well i know that there's multiple copies out like you can get 1.0 copies and i sure. think there are ours live 1.1 copies but i'm i'm curious like are there like 0. 0.7 0. 0.7 0. 0.8 copies of melee floating around that's a really good question yes so i think it would be impossible there's no there's no chance anybody knows the first ever copy of melee made but they know there would be versions used for developmental purposes right where they have like a rough draft of the game and they're using it to code out bugs and and see how everything's working because you don't just it's not all it doesn't all stay on whatever computer software blah 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 so i love the idea of there being a copy of a developmental version of the game by the way i do have a 1.1 disc just in case anybody was curious it's only has one or two differences from 1.02 but i have a 1.01 and the normal the the standard one is the 1.02 disc that's crazy hey that's a relic you need to hang on to that I offered it to David V. Kemball because I wanted a 1.02. I was like, wait, this is literally, oh, no, Uncle Punch won't work with this. <laughs> I was like, wait, <laughs> no, why me? And there's, there's, there, there are, I have inside of the case stuff like Nintendo Power. Subscribe to the thing. We got stuff about this game inside of our Nintendo Power magazine. So I know it was one of the earlier games made. It was not made in the mid-2000s or anything. It was one of the first... I guess after the 1.0 run, it's one of the earlier copies of the game that made it out there because it has all that stuff related to the release of the game, which I think is cool. Was 1.01 the one that came out with the bundle? Maybe. Well, the, the, the GameCube bundle? And see, this is what a museum could tell me if we had a Museum of Melee. And see, this is why we need a Museum of Melee. That's a really good question. So... <laughs> Uh, oh no, we're running up against it in time. So to, to summarize museum of melee, never going to happen, but we love to think about the idea of there being one someday. Maybe it'll be, Oh my gosh, Ludwig. This could be like, put this in your will. The funds of this such and such bequeathment can only be used in the funding of the museum of melee project. That'd be dope. Aiden will oversee I, this project, and then Aiden will make the chic exhibit the biggest exhibit in the Museum of Melee Museum. All the J, all the J Mook t-shirts are like in the corner. 
Yeah, Etos already has his frame, so no shot he's going to let that one go. But to anybody else who wore a J. Mook shirt at Genesis 8, yes, there would be a J. Mook shirt at this Museum of Melee for sure. But where can we find you, Hada, if the people want more Hada in their life, which they should, and sooner or later you're going to bust into bust into commentary again when you're able to get all the funds that you need to be able to travel to these events and so on. Super sorry that you don't get to do that as of right now. I know you've wanted to go to at least a few events so far this year, but you know I'm rooting for you, rooting for you to be able to get onto these blocks again at these big tournaments. But in the meantime, where can these people find you? Yeah, um, it's Twitter and Twitch right now. Um, got a lot of cool projects in the works. Um, gonna be start playing um, Immortals. Um, God, what's it called? It's um, hang on, give me just two seconds. Oh, Multiverses uh, also had a pre-release, but I don't care about that. Oh, Shout out to Multiverses. That. Yeah. Um. So there's a uh new. RTS game. It's very similar to StarCraft called um Immortal Lord of Pyre, something like that. And all chat is, you know, in communication with them while they're in the alpha. And so Trey and I, so the trash man, will be learning how to play this game to a competent level and then be one of the go-to looks for professional esports commentary as this game gets mm -hmm. out into beta and as this game gets into um into official release so if you guys are into rts games it's something that i'm gonna be streaming a little bit um a little bit more and more also you can find me at any of my developments on twitter i'm also getting a dog this saturday guys go check out my twitter go drop um some suggestions we're between naming him either flapjack no no, no yeah flapjack or we're gonna name him huckleberry so those are the two names we have right now but if we get some good ideas hey drop some name suggestions on my Twitter. And um, if you want to do me a huge solid more than anything, yeah, what do we name the dog? What do we name um, Dog Dad Hada's dog? And, um, <laughs> so, I'm really, really, really excited. But guys, please go check out the most recent episode of Bottom of the Smash Mountain featuring Trey the Trash Man. Also going to get an episode with Nathan Sandwich. And of course, Jesse, you're the major host of this. What's going on? What's the, what's the new stuff? So we obviously, yes, Trey the Trash Man is a new episode that we have. If you go onto Linktree and look at Linktree whatever slash Cypher003, you'll get to see all the links to everything that I'm doing. So the Patreon, the Twitch, the Twitter, the YouTube. I am fairly active in this space. Maybe I'm not making the stuff that the youngins come and see and are super excited to watch you and I talk about Melee Hada, but I'm really enjoying what we're doing over here. And so that's why I'm still doing it, why I still bug you. Hey, can we still get in recordings? And you're always gracious with your time and always putting out great stuff when we're talking. I appreciate you helping me out with this co-hosting. I mean, that's that's what you're here every week. So you're the literal co-host of our, of our, uh, the, this is like a, What's the word? Spinoff. Yes, spinoff project of what's happening in Melee. And so I appreciate you being here with me, Hada. And I'm excited to see what happens this upcoming week for Melee. For me, you will find me at M3 in Baltimore, the monthly in Baltimore on Saturday. We got Bones and Dawson showing out in terms of players that you may or may not know or have heard of before. So if you want to check that stream out, I'm sure it'll be somewhere in my Twitter sphere that I'll say, hey, I'm at this event. This is the Twitch link. Boop. So just follow that BSM pod and you'll be all set. We also have a controller giveaway happening. I almost forgot to plug that. Oops. So we are doing a controller giveaway with AppBorg technology. Now, if you go 
to at PSNPod on Twitter and look at the pinned tweet. You can see how you can get a fob controller made by Hoborg of Borg technology. So this is something that you definitely want to check out because the fob controller is taking over the world. Yes, they had kinks with the earlier boards, but this has a brand spanking new one with all the kinks ironed out. And I'm excited to see who wins that controller. I really hope it's somebody domestic and not overseas. But if somebody wins this controller in Germany, because I know there's a couple of German players who have retweeted this. There's a couple of Australian players that have retweeted it. I will figure out a way to get it to you. So no limits to where this controller can go to, okay? And I'm assuming, oh, breakfast, breakfast. She's being naughty again. Breakfast. She's trying to eat, we bought her a brand new bag of food and I think she tried it and loved it. So she's trying to dig into it. She's being naughty. <laughs> yes. So she so just wanted to say goodbye. So guys, please follow Jesse on all of his stuff. Please follow me on all my stuff. Breakfast, do you want to say anything? No, just want to know. All right, and I hope that you all join us next week. See ya. Bye, guys. Take it easy.